Good morning. It's November 27th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Enlightenment. Let a man build a roof over his head, and he thinks he has created the universe. So it has sometimes seemed, with the current effort to manage alone, without God's counsel or enablement. Morris Inch, Ph.D. As we approach the holiday season in this crazy political pandemic year, many people who are facing the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, physical and social isolation, and possibly economic desperation, wonder exactly what there is to be thankful for. It made me stop and wonder just what enlightenment has done to us. Morris Inch, Ph.D., a professor of biblical studies at Wheaton and the author of A Case for Christianity, lays out the Enlightenment succinctly. The revival of classical learning in the 14th century that was the Renaissance led inevitably to the scientific revolution of the 16th century, which in his words ushered in the modern era. Humanity displaced God at center stage. Reason triumphed over faith, viewed at once as antiquated and superstitious. Man was encouraged to achieve his full potential as an individual. Humanism, with man as the measure of all things, and secularism, with humanity and its activity forming the basis of the correct worldview, have completed the modern stage on which we all live. Darwin's evolutionary theory left man as little more than a very complex animal derived from the same building blocks as all creatures. Man was, in essence, no longer king of the hill put in place by God, but instead merely the conqueror of lesser evolved species. Pride has allowed man to place himself at the center, with no transcendent deity in existence. A universe scientifically proven to have a starting point, the origin of life inexplicable, phenomenally precise tuning of the universe on every level to allow our existence, a moral code that seems remarkably uniform across cultures, the miraculous spread of the gospel with its implausible story of an incarnate God who took the world's deserved punishment on himself and then conquered death, and the personal revelatory experiences of billions of individuals still fail to convince the secular of God's existence. Paul put it this way in his letter to the Romans. Instead of believing what they knew to be the truth about God, they deliberately chose to believe lies, so they worshiped the things that God made rather than the Creator himself. Romans 1, 25, NIV. Despite the position of the secular, Faith is no less an essential for the humanist than the theist. Both believe. Both form a worldview that seeks to make sense of the facts. Literature is replete with examples of brilliant men who have concluded that belief in God is both reasonable and consistent with the findings of science as it advances. Men and women exemplary in their command of both science and letters, like G.K. Chesterton, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, C.S. Lewis, Ken Samples, William Craig, Gary Habermas, Joni Erickson Tata, Hugh Ross, Fazel Rana, Eric Metaxas, Timothy Keller, and NIH Director Francis Collins, just to name a few off the top of my head, all have faith in God and trust in science. So as we enter this season of Thanksgiving, let us renew our efforts to pull ourselves out of the quagmire that human effort alone has made of the world. If we were all but to adhere to the greatest commandment, because we all believed it was a divine imperative from the Creator. Literally, all of our problems could be resolved. Love God, love each other. 
We all have plenty to be thankful for if we just look around and see the blessings bestowed on us every day. We live in a country that permits us to worship our Savior, and we see his gifts every moment of every day from sunrise to sunrise. From the warmth of the sun on your face to a moonlit path under a starry sky at night, from the family members who cherish you and you them, to the people with whom you work and serve, from one more day drawing breath and using it to ease the suffering of another, from the joy of reading a book or sharing a movie or sharing a meal, soon without a mask, from the exhilaration of a hike or a climb or a swim or, yes, a sail or just some time playing fetch with your dog, there is so much to be thankful for. Enlightenment has truly come for those of us who have concluded that theism is not explicit in anything but implicit in everything. Borden Parker Brown. And there is never enough time to thank God for every good gift that comes from above. James 1.17 Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We ask your spirit to keep alive in us every day the thankfulness that we express in this season. Truly understanding that you loved us first, changes our worldview from one centered on ourselves and striving to achieve through our own efforts, often at the expense of others, to one in which we recognize your sovereignty and instead serve to love and serve as you have shown us as the road to peace and contentment. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.